You're listening to Inward with Rabbi Joey Rosenfeld on the Shefa Podcast Network. Join Rabbi Joey as he guides us through the world and major works of Kabbalah, Hasidic masters, and Jewish philosophy, shedding light on the inner life of the soul. Okay, so Be'ezras Hashem, we find ourselves Ben HaMitzarim, we find ourselves in between the straits, in the narrow straits, in a place where there's constriction in the world, in a person's life, in a person's experience. And Chazal describe Ben HaMitzarim, they describe the time in between the straits, the narrow straits, as a difficult time period, a time period where we collectively mourn over that which is lost, or we collectively yearn after that which is not yet present. But our tzaddikim, the Tamidei Abba Shem give us a new lens, not a new lens, but they reveal to us the inherent lens that Chazal were hinting to, in the sense that we take the mitzarim, all those who chase her, all those who chase after all those who chase after the princess, are going to catch her in Bein HaMitzarim. The implication of that Pasuk is that it's a time of danger, it's a time of struggle, it's a time where an enemy has the capacity to come closer than they typically do, and that capture is at hand. But in the name of the Rebbe of Baruch, as well as the name of the Magid, that that anybody who chases after Yudke, anybody who chases after Yudke, the sense of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world, Anybody who chases after Chachma, anybody who chases after Bina, understanding a desire to have a mind that knows HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to have a heart that feels HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We spend the year chasing after that. Kol ka, every person is Meradev Achar Ka, has a Redif of the Machshava, a chasing of the mind, as Rabbi Nachman describes in the 24th teaching, that chases after HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that chase very often seems to be a failed one. Rabbi Nachman has a famous mushal that he gives over that there was a king who decided to go out and hunt for a deer with his chevra, with his soldiers. And after an entire day and multiple days chasing after this deer, chasing, 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 it was decreed, it was announced that people were going to return. It was futile. There was no chance of catching the deer. And the Melech says to his people, he says that you go and do what you want. You have the capacity to return back home. But once I've started chasing, I can't stop chasing. And there's a certain element within each and every neshama that can't stop chasing, even though we try and chase and we don't arrive, and we try and chase and we don't arrive. And the natural tendency towards giving up hope is a likely option for a person, God forbid. Nevertheless, once we've began the chase, we're not going to stop. Everybody who chases after HaKadosh Baruch Hu is ultimately going to find. But when are they going to find? Bein HaMitzarim specifically. Specifically in the time, in the narrow time where things are difficult, where things appear to be far from a person. Where like the Pasuk and Eicha says, that the compassion, the restoration, the comfort of my spirit remains distant from me. 
And what I want to try and talk about just for a moment is the nature, is the notion that we specifically have the ability of finding a Kaddish Baruch Hu in this time of Kirachik Mimeni Menachem Nashi, that the comfort, the restoration, the salvation, the redemption of my spirit appears to be far from me. And how it can align with this teaching of Kol everybody who chases after our Kaddish Baruch Hu will find him, specifically in the time that appears to be difficult, specifically at the time where a person doesn't seem to have moichen, or a person doesn't seem to have conscious awareness of godliness, or a person is tired, or a person is broken down. And so in order to, in order to understand a little bit, we have to begin to reorient ourselves towards the positions or the positioning of Avedis Hashem. But when a person is focusing on a singular item, a singular object, a singular point, the nekuda ha'emsa is there's a, a a firm foundation point that rests at the center of things, and therefore the more proximate I come to that center, the closer I will be and the better off I will be, and the more distant I am and the more removed I am will be how far I am and how concealed I am. That kiruv, that closeness, that his karvus, that the coming closer, slowly but surely entering in on the domain of desire to that place of finding what I've been looking for my whole life, we assume that kirva closeness is, is better, and that rechuk is something that distances me and it applies a value judgment to where I find myself and that distance is bad. But what our tzaddikim teach us is to reverse everything that we think we know in terms of our relationship with godliness and what is good and what is wrong in our eyes and what keeps us distant or what keeps us close. And it tells us to reorient the, the perception of distance, to reorient what it means to be close and what it means to be far from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That yes, that we want the closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Closeness is ultimately the purpose, the purpose of all things, to find time with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in that closeness. But what we have to reorient ourselves towards is that rechuk, distance, is not the opposite of closeness. Distance, as we typically understand it in a spatial sense, it's not the distance away from being close, but rather distance is a new way of being close. That there's no such thing as not being close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is everything. He's Mamale Kalalman, he's Soiviv Kalalman, and the etzim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kavyachol to the degree of Kulo Kaima Kiloi Chashiva, that nothing exists. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is everything, Enoin Movado. And therefore, it is impossible to speak of a distance from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Mamela, what that means is that if we can't speak of a distance anymore, but we see a concept of distance, then we need to reorient to ourselves towards what distance means. And in this context, distance just means another relative positioning in terms of the proximity or the closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That there's a way of being close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu by way of Kiruv, by being very close face to face where things are moving clearly and smoothly. And then there's a way of being close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, B'derech Rechuk. That Rechuk is not a distancing from God, God forbid. There is no distancing from God. That Rechuk is another way of coming closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The same way that instead of looking at concealment as absence, we speak of concealment as a further presencing of a Kaddish Baruch Hu that appears as absence. So too, when we look at distance from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, B'derech Rechuk, when we operate by way of distance, what we come to understand is that that way of operating by way of a distance is in truth a way of being close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, except it feels like distance. That in truth, the Moich and the Katnas are also Moich and they just feel like Moich and the Katnas. And so when we look at Rechuk in this sense, 
when we look at distance in the sense, not as a distance away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but as a way of relating to HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the feeling of distance from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then we begin to transform the very notion of distance into a notion of closeness, and we can come to understand how we can relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in times of Rechuk as well. The Pasuk says, Ki nafshi, that when I can understand Ki mimeni, when I can come to understand that, yeah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're far from me right now. I feel very far from you. I don't have that Yishav Adas. I don't have that Menucha Sanefesh. There's Bahala. There's Pizor Hanefesh. There's Bilbul. There's Daiga. There's all of the different emotional experiences that a person can plan all they want to prevent from ever entering into until they're in it. Because there's no preparation available to prevent the person from falling into those places. And a person finds themselves in that state of Daiga or Bilbul Hanefesh. There's no preparation or hachana that can prepare a person for what it means to try and find HaKadosh Baruch Hu specifically in the place that it feels like a person cannot connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that the daiga is too strong, that the rilchik is too great. But when we come to understand that kirachik mimeni, that in truth, this distance from HaKadosh Baruch Hu is also a way of connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That it's a Derech Rechaika. And the secret of Pesach Sheni is that we transform Derech Rechaika into a new way of being miskarif to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In the secret of Lam Manigara, why should I lose out? Simply because I don't feel close. What, I should feel distance from HaKadosh Baruch Hu just because I feel distant from HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Since when does the way that I think about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's closeness to me have any impact on the true reality of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ever-present, never-not expressive light of infinitude that finds expression in every single aspect of a person's life, no matter how far or how close they feel? And when we transform that derech rechoika into a lamanigara, why should I lose out? We come to understand that rechoika mimeni is just another way of relating to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And at that point, it's menachem eishev nafshi. Ki rechoik mimeni. When I come to understand Rabbi Nishaloylam, I'm speaking to you about how distant you are from me. And memela, if I'm speaking to you about how distant you are from me, or I'm contemplating how distant you are from me, that means I'm still thinking about you. That means I'm still speaking to you about it. That means the unconscious murmurs of my heart are still questioning where you are. And Mamela, by the very dint of the questioning heart, I come to understand that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is here, because if he wasn't here, why would I be questioning it? Why would I even feel that he should be here? The very absence that I feel of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's closeness is the very giloy that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is close at hand, that there's an irreducible trace of godliness that exists in every place, no matter how far. And at that moment, that I feel that there's a richok, there's a distance from me. At that point, I can say, at least I feel distance from you. At least I feel distance from you. At least I'm aware that the one thing that I need in order to alleviate the symptoms of distance from you is closeness to you. And in that moment, what I've come to experience is a closeness that comes about by way of rechuk. Because if it were not for the rechuk, if there was no distancing, if there was no sense of abandonment, or no sense of being separated, or no sense of being ignored, or no sense of being forgotten, then there would be no joy that comes about with the recognition that I'm never forgotten, I'm always remembered, and that I'm never abandoned, I'm always close, and I'm never isolated, I'm always together, and I'm never far, I'm always connected. That the yish of hadas, the nechama that comes along with that, the nechama bekaflayim. Not only do I feel close, but I've come to realize that even when I feel most distant from you, Rabbi Nishleilam, I'm so close to you. 
Merachok Hashem Nirali, Merachok Hashem Nirali, HaKadosh Baruch Hu appeared to me from a distance. It doesn't mean that I experienced God when I stood at a distance from God. It means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed himself to me by way of distance, in the Rechok itself, in the Rechok itself, in the very sense of Hashem, where are you in this matzav? I come to uncover the light of the Rabbani Shalom. I come to uncover the Menachem Meshiv Nafshi, the redemption and the comforting of my spirit to come to realize that I'm never away from you, Rabbani Shalom. That the Shechina HaKadosh HaKadosh Baruch Hu provides lechem, provides sustenance, provides all of the birurim necessary to refine and rectify this concealed place in which we live to the point that Mashiach Tzidkenu is ready to arrive. It comes mimerchak, mimerchak tavilachma. That we bring the sustenance to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviachol b'derech richok, mimerchak tavilachma. I come from a distance, Rabbi Nishleilam. From the distance you appear to me, Rabbi Nishleilam, you appear to me in the guise of distance. You appear to me in a sense of richuk. And when I come to realize that that distance is just another way of being makushet HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then I come to realize that there's no place distance from you, Rabbi Nishleilam. And when I feel you, you're here. When I don't feel you, you're here. When I'm convinced you're not here, you're here. When I'm convinced you're here, you're here. When I'm convinced I'm close, I'm close. When I'm convinced I'm far, I'm close. I'm never not close. Because all there is is the Rabbi Nishleilam. All there is is the Neshama, that it is a perpetual tefillah and a perpetual conversation with the Shrina HaKadosh, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of Rabbi Nishleilam, how can I come close to you in this world? How can I remove all the distances? How can I come to believe in you again? How can I come to find you in this broke down place that you sent us down into? Yes, I remember I took a shvua. Yes, I remember Tehit Tzadik Rasha. But Rabbi Shalom, Beina Mitzarim, it's hard, it's constricted. The mind is tired and there's a heaviness. How can I find you here? There's a perpetual conversation at the heart of the spirit of Mimer Chatavilachma. Like Miriam Hanaviya, Vetamoid Mirachok, she sees Moshe Rabbeinu from a Rachok, from a distance. From a distance, Miriam is the Mirirus, Miriam is the bitterness, Miriam is the Mar Mimavis, it's the feeling of Bain HaMetzarim Mamish, where it's difficult, where I don't have that comfort, I don't feel remembered, I don't feel that love, that unconditional love and connection that I know is so deeply true, I don't feel it, I'm bored, there's an emptiness to it, Rabbi Nishleilam. And that Mirirus, that Miriam stands from afar and it accesses the light of Moshe Rabbeinu. The light of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Orkitov, the light of Das, the light of Mibain Shneha Kruvim, the light of the unity of all things. The Nekuda Hapnimis, the Evan Hashasiya, the light of the Tzadikim, alive and in the graves. That light of Moshe Rabbeinu, Raya Mehemna, that Minhamayim Mishisihu, that comes about from a place beyond our minds, that Hisyashva Sadas of Moshe Rabbeinu, that capacity like Moshe Rabbeinu, to when told that he's not going to make it into Eretz Yisrael, when told that his entire life's dream is not going to take shape in front of his eyes, the first thing that he asks is, what about the Jewish people? What about the other person? That light of Moshe Rabbeinu, of Bittal, Betachlis, of Anava and Shiflas, Amitas, where it comes to a point where I can write, where Moshe Rabbeinu could write, like Rabbi Nachman says, he could write, Ani Anav Mikol Adam, that I am more humble than anybody because the true Shiflas of Moshe is the ability to be so Mukusher to the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that I don't have to think about distance or closeness anymore. And when the Merirus, the Merirusa, the Alma, that difficulty, that that Merirus, that Miriam wants to see Moshe, it's Ta'amud Merachok. She sees him from afar. 
sometimes the avoida of the merirus to be mahapich, the merirus into mesikus, to be mamtik mar bamar, to transform the difficulty and the concealment into a place of connectivity, it means to stand mirachok, ya'amud mirachok, that the nation stood from afar, that we accessed HaKadosh Baruch Hu from afar, to believe and to come to know that you're with us even when we're not close to you, Rabbi Shalom, because we're always close to you. And this is the secret of Bein HaMetzarim, to find HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mercha, like the Svar Makadoshim say, Rochuk is the Gematri of Shakai, which is the ability to say, You're here with me right now, whether I'm close or far, whether that person appears closer, whether that person appears farther. None of it bears any impact on my closeness or my distance because there's nothing but closeness. And to transform the Derech Rechoika into a Menachem Meshav Nafshi. Zakhtar bin Nachman in Torah says something incredible. Everything Rabbi Nu says is incredible. But Rabbi Nachman says as follows. Rabbi Nachman says as follows after describing the fact that a person can live in this world and can feel can feel difficulty, can feel all of the struggles that a person feels in this world. But in truth, if a person pays attention to the tachlis, if a person pays attention to the innermost point, which is the intention of a Kaddish Baruch Hu in this world, which is the true fact that I'm always close to you, Rabbi Nishlelem, and you're always close to me, and tzaddikim are close, and neshama is close, and that ahava is close, and that tikkun is close, and that redemption is close, and that emes is close. When we come to realize that betachlis, kola tachlis, everything is close, meaning to say what Hashem really wants from this world, lo yelo yisurim klal, that a person is no longer going to see the distance, a person is no longer going to see the concealment as difficulty. It's not going to hurt as much. Because in truth, the purpose of everything is to see the ultimate good in everything, Adarabha, that I should be filled with a joy, with a closeness of coming to realize, Hashem, I'm, I have the opportunity now to reveal you from a distance. I have the opportunity now, to reveal that you're all so close when, when I'm far, and that you're always close, and that in truth there's no negativity and there's no distance. The only difficulty is, the only difficulty we fall into in this world is that, as Rabbi Nachman says, I lose my focus, I lose my attention, I lose my intentionality. I give myself over to the natural proclivity of the self that wants to be swept away with the nuances of all the ruminations and all the emotional difficulties and all the things out of our control and in our control. And we lose our das, we lose the nakud of Moshe Rabbeinu. Miriam stands from afar. To the extent that I can no longer look at the tachlis anymore. And when a person falls away from the tachlis, then all it feels like is rachot mimani. And a person hasn't transformed that rachot mimani into a menachamei shevnafshi. And Rabbi Nachman continues, and a person, when they come to lose sight of the tachlis, which is all good, and a person begins to feel pain, and a person begins to feel suffering, and a person begins to feel forlorn or lost, because when a person is das, when a person has their mind to them, when a person is able to keep in mind what the ultimate purpose of all things is, which is kirva salaykim litoyv, which is that a Kaddish Baruch Hu needs to reveal himself, b'davka b'derech harichok, davka b'derech harichok, in the dir b'tachtoynim mamish, which is the most rochok that it can possibly be. A Kaddish Baruch Hu wants to be revealed there, needs to be revealed there. The tachlis of the Bria is to reveal a Kaddish Baruch Hu there, in the place of the Bein HaMitzarim. At that point, the person comes to look at the tachlis and they no longer feel all of the intensity of the struggle. The struggle is still there, but a person doesn't feel the intensity of it. And and with this, a person will understand a truly profound and hidden thing, that in the nature of the human being, in the physical body experience of the individual, when a person is experiencing some type of pain, God forbid, for example, if a person cuts themselves or a person gets cut in one way or another, 
What a person does is they close their eyes, they squint their eyes with intensity in order to alleviate the pain that they're feeling. There's a squinting of the eyes. There's a clenching of the eyes, a closing of the eyes. We see this physically speaking, we see this expression in our bodies, that when a person wants to look at something that is very far, when a person wants to look at something, as I say, then a person closes their eyes, squints their eyes to see farther. And a person contracts their eyes and squints to the degree that they can focus in on the one particular distant thing that they want to see. And the reason for this is because vision is the way of the self sending itself outwards to retrieve things from a distance. And the farther things are, the harder I have to look, and I have to look farther and farther. And if I look quickly, I can't grasp something. So I have to squint my eyes and to see beyond the difficulty. And Dr. Binachman Alkain Sarach, therefore it's necessary for a person to close their eyes. The person has to close their eyes and contract their eyes and their vision in order to focus in on the thing that they need to be focusing in on, which is the tachlis, so that a person is not nisbalbel, a person doesn't lose themselves over the richuk, a person doesn't come to think, God forbid, that I'm actually far, but that I'm actually forgotten, or that things are not good. But a person comes to realize the tachlis of all tachlis as it needs to be, to not be nisbalbel. And and in order to strengthen the vision, in order to strengthen the vision of the mind, I squint my eyes, and then I can see the thing at a distance, and then I can see the tachlis, which is far from me. Because a person, a person needs to close their eyes, and to focus in on the innermost point of what exists right in front of them, which is which is and a person has to focus in on that. Because this light of the tachlis, this light of his kashras, to the nekuda apnimis, to the recognition that there's no richuk in the entire world, that even richuk is closeness, and that there's no tzimtzum, and everything is a hiskalis of a kaddish baruch Hu, That's distance from a person. And a person cannot see except by way of closed eyes. That when I squint my eyes, when I look closer and farther beyond the feelings, beyond the thoughts, beyond the ruminations, beyond the reality of the circumstances, beyond the details, beyond the task at hand, beyond the responsibility, all things that need to be done at every perpetual moment, beyond all of the rational reasons to be frustrated, upset, tired, broke down, all of those things we choose to see farther into the tachlis of all which is which is the recognition that I could only see through the choosing to close my eyes and the person has to close their eyes off to the distances that appear in this world even if it means that I have to close them with my own hands to force myself to do it to find that secret of Menucha Sanefesh, to find that closeness of Nishmat Shaddai Tavinim, like we said, Shinda Yud is the Matri of Rachok. That when I come to realize that nearly, that Rachok is a way of experiencing the Rabbeinu Shalaylam. Bederech Rechoika. Bederech Rechoika is how I find the Shem Havaya. Bederech Rechoika. 
I find HaKadosh Baruch Hu specifically, specifically in that place of being chased, like the Balasanya says, Yesor Yesareni Ka, that the Yesurim come from where they come from, Ka, they come from the highest experience. Because when something appears distant from me, it's a much higher level of closeness than something appearing close. Because if it appears close, then Rahman al-Atzlan, I might come to think that I've arrived already. And the Rihuk is there in order to ensure that I never feel that I've actually arrived and that I'm perpetually in a process of arriving and that we're perpetually desiring for the base of Mikdash to be built again. And we're perpetually coming close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and saying, Lama Nigara, why should I lose out on this? But you're here also, so I'm going to transform my experience in Rihuk into a Chelek of the Torah. And in that way, we can come closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bein we can uncover the light of the Yud and the K, the Chachma and the Bina, the ability to have a mind that is connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that silences the ruminations of the mind and allows it to have an innermost point place of calmness, of Menucha Sanefesh, of Menachem Eshev Nafshi, and to have a heart that feels, to have a Lev Basar that is able to be vulnerable, that is able to feel those moments of distance. And instead of running away from the moments of distance, instead of assuming that the moments of distance have nothing to do with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to transform those moments of distance into closeness, because I realize that Hashem is close by even when I feel distant. And in that way, Miriam HaNeviyah, the Mariros, could be nimtak lagamri, and it could be transformed into the light of Mibain Shnei HaKruvim to a place that is far beyond closeness or distance. Mibain Shnei HaKruvim is the Kodesh HaKadosh HaMakom HaAron Enam and it's the light of Moshe Rabbeinu, that column of air that appears when we breathe down deep into ourselves and open up for ourselves those pockets of calmness to enter into a place far beyond distance or closeness, to enter into that place of his kashrus, pnimius, belevu, benefesh, takadosh baruchu, adbias, goyot, tzedek, be'ezrus Hashem. This podcast is supported in part from a grant from the Hadar Institute. The music is by Zusha. The audio engineer is David Kwan. For more from the Shefa Podcast Network, visit our Facebook page and please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts.